going on? That's his family. Today's another episode of our little mini series here of the 30 teams in 30 days, which we have failed, but I will stop mentioning that for now because we will not be failing anymore. Anyway, we got Jeremy and Isanjo here today. What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Wow, that mic is beautiful. Where'd you get it? Amazon, guys. Amazon. I recommend that Amazon. Gooseneck. Amazon. Bet. Goosenecks. Well, I think I might get the same thing. I sound like I'm in a freaking Zoom call. Well, uh, you know, Isanjo, I think you? I think you should invest in in a mic. Um, not just for our podcast purposes, but that's very that's a pretty big reason why I want you to get one. You'd sound so much clearer. People would understand you, but they could hear you too. That's all that's important. But uh, anyway, our, our own little ASMR dunces, uh, the Dunces podcast here. So, guys, today we will be talking about the Boston Celtics. So far, we've done a few other teams, uh, both Western and Eastern Conference. It's, it's has been very fun. Uh, but now we do want to talk about Boston. I, as you know, I'm a Nets fan, so I'm supposed to be hating everything that Boston does. Uh, and that's what I do. I, I hate what Boston has done. But then again, I haven't. I really love what they're offseason so far. So I'm just going to read it out to you guys. I'm going to give you guys a, a quick little rundown on what the Boston Celtics did in this offseason. So there's a lot to unpack. So bear with me, guys. So they signed Ennis Cantor and Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder to a $5.49 million, I believe it was. Uh, if someone can check that for me, I'll check it after. But Dennis Schroeder was signed for a very, very small deal when he was asking for a lot. So we'll definitely touch base on that one. Uh, they traded for Al Horford, uh, Jace, Josh Richardson, Chris Dunn, and Bruno Fernando. Um, they lost Kemba Walker in a trade for Al Horford and Moses Brown. Then they flipped Moses Brown for Josh Richardson. And then they also lost Evan Fournier for absolutely nothing, but they also traded away absolutely nothing to get him. So, you know, uh, yeah, but that doesn't really, doesn't really matter. Um, wow, you changed your mic. I love it. Um, and then also they were able to re-sign Marcus Smart to a very, very team-friendly deal. And I forgot to put that in our notes before, but the very, very friendly deal. I will be getting the numbers in just a second, but I think the first thing I want to talk about with this team is Dennis Schroeder. So not even as a Boston Celtics team, just Dennis Schroeder as an individual who turned down $85 million, something like that, from the Los Angeles Lakers before because he was betting on himself that he's a $100 million man. And he ends up signing a one-year, $5 million offer sheet. So uh, I guess I'll start off with Jeremy on this one. How much of a clown is Dennis Schroeder? What, what do you think about him? What, how did he mess this up? Let me know. What do you think? Wait, give me one second. Okay, well then, let's go well, okay, to... Now, now we're good. Now oh, we're good. There now it we're is. Good. Okay. Now we're good. <laughs> Let me know. How can I say this without possibly not saying bad about the Boston organization, how much I respect, but at the same time, I don't? Okay. I'm the, I'm one person who I like to give second chances. I like to give second chances. I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a mean person. However, I do like... <laughs> I do like see I I can't hate on a player unless it's Kelly Oubre kind of messed us up as a as a Warriors fan. However, I would say just let's see how this plays out. In my opinion, at least in my take, I don't have much to say about in this case, but in this, I'm gonna say just. So you so, so what about Dennis Shooter though? Do you think that he like he's the biggest loser in free agency? Yes. But <laughs> yeah, 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 he absolutely is. I mean, you go from basically getting a, a free 80 mil to now only five million dollars for one year. 84 million. 
That's fire, sad. Fire rage, that's bro. sad. That's sad. That is sad. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. I'll that's die if that happens to me. Agent is Stevie Wonder. What, what do you... <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Uh, what do you think, Isandro? Um, now, not not really on the Dennis Schroeder side, but now on the Boston Celtics side, do you guys do you think that he fits with this Boston team? Yeah, I mean, he's not he's not the best perimeter creator, but they needed perimeter creation. You know, I think he's solid defensively. They needed that guy that wasn't going to take over the offense and just completely take over, but they also needed somebody who was going to be able to coexist peacefully alongside the other two guys. I just want to say, Sanjay, you sound really good right now, bro. Like, like, dude, your I voice you sounds sound so clear. I was like, bro, you were looking at me. You sound great, bro. You sound really <laughs> I good. I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, that's... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, bro. Broke. Like that. That's okay. But overall, <laughs> I think that uh, I think the signing was uh, was great for Boston. Sucks for Shooter. Um, I mean, you cannot lose out on so much money like that, and then ex- still expect. All the, all the money that you that you wanted after such a terrible playoff run, like it was so bad, you know. It was and, trash. It was trash. It, it, it's it was horrible. And then he still asked for that money, like really, bro? Yeah, like, it was crazy. So worth. he asked for what he asked for. He turned down the Lakers' offer, right? That was one, but that wasn't it. I completely forgot about that. Like he performed the way he did, and then he didn't lower his valuation. He said he wanted one hundred to so one hundred and twenty-five. Yeah, and he actually increased what he wanted. So at first it was just a flat hundred. Then he changed it to 100 to 120. Because he bro. thought he could hold the Lakers ransom or for, hold, the, hold the Lakers hostage. It's crazy because, you know, and it would have sucked because, you know, he could have been in a, in a very important trade for like a Buddy Heel type. And instead, you know, he's just like, yeah, screw the Lakers. I'll just take my five million out there in, <laughs> in Boston, which is basically the Lakers. They're always going to be there. The Lakers arch rivals. Right. I mean, dating back to the 80s, they, they hate each other. So now, yeah, you can't you say that now because the Celtics aren't good right now, but. There's still always hate between Boston and L.A., you know, so but that's besides the point. But everything else they did, uh, you know, I think it also it, it warranted, you know, success, successful offseason. I mean, bringing back Cantor, who was an energy guy uh, who can come off your bench. Uh, you trade for Al Horford, who is going to help Bob Williams develop. And now Bob Williams will probably be getting a lot more minutes because that's another thing I forgot to mention. He was also extended. Robert Williams was also extended, and I will be looking up the numbers now. I'm time Lord, as, yeah. the, as the fans yeah. call him. And and Marcus Smart is only getting about uh, 40, 30. Yeah. So he got $77 million for four years. It's about $90 million. I think he that's great. He definitely deserves more than that, but it's a great signing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he definitely deserves ni- more Marcus than 19. Is, yeah, yeah. I, I'll, 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 I'll pay Dennis Schroeder's money to Marcus Smart. Worse defensively, though. He's not the go. same player he was last year. He got worse, but that's because the whole team got worse. Like, the, the team was just bad last year. And, like, he was injured. He was injury-riddled throughout he is, the year. He got as much as he is worth. He is worth 19 to $20 million. That's perfect for him. I guess. He's I, I, 25. I give him a little bit more. Just I, I think he's maybe, 22. Maybe. I think he's 22 mil. But I, I, either way, it's a great contract because now it gives him a lot of flexibility to be able to trade it. So I, I think that that's a great uh, re-sign. Um, but losing Moses Brown, even though they never actually got him to play, I think that that was a massive L. I think that they didn't really need cancer, and then Horford could have played alongside Moses Brown. So, but they traded him for Josh Richardson, who I don't like that trade because he's been regressing. He's, he's been regressed declining. ever since he left Miami, and then they re-signed him. Like they re-signed him to another deal. Which how are you going to do that when he hasn't even played a game with the team that you have? So. On that note, I don't, I don't really like that, but 
overall the team, what do you guys expect from the team that they have? You know, because they, they've got a starting lineup of what? Schroeder, Smart, Brown, Tatum, and Robert Williams. Or they might even start um, cancer. I don't even know how they're going to do it. But anyway, off their bench, you know, they've got um, – who was it? Who was it that I mentioned? Al. Chris – Al Horford, Chris Al. Dunn. Uh, Romeo Langford is still going to get minutes. Aaron Ace. They, they have basically a full 12-man rotation if they wanted. So do you guys think that this was successful offseason? Uh, just right, or was it bad where they should have gone for for somebody? What do you What do you think about Boston? I just think I just think, in my opinion, that how the team is reflecting on because at the same at the same time, it's not the players now. It's, it's when they want to make the the deep postseason run is the concerning, mm-hmm. and that's when they that's when they don't perform. That's when they don't run. So that's what that's why and that's why many people don't want to go to Boston. In, in my opinion. In my opinion, yeah. I think it's more more like front office, in my opinion, because this is my in my take. However, I however I could not to say I'm you just gotta see how, how this plays out at the same time. I, I think that they're in the Eastern Conference. Like the Eastern Conference is way better, so I could see them being a first round exit again. Like there's there's mm-hmm. not, I mean, obviously Tatum and, and this is Tatum and Brown's true development year. I mean, in Tatum's rookie year, they went to the conference finals. Him as a rookie. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. Yeah. And that was, if I'm not mistaken, that was, that was without Kyrie, right? That was, there was no Kyrie or Hayward. It was Terry Rose yeah. year as their starting point guard, right? So I don't know. I think that this will be like their time to mesh, to really, really learn each other's game and now build around those two, which I think that they did a great job doing this offseason. Because as much as I don't like Jason, uh, Josh, I keep calling him Jason Richardson. I'm sorry, Josh Richardson. As much as I don't like him, uh, he's a solid player. Well, you know, for Brown and Tatum to play alongside with, right? Because he could still hit an open three. He could still play solid defense, and he can play make whenever he needs to. Um, but it's the Robert Williams that I really love. It's the Ennis Cancer energy bringing. It's the Al Horford bringing these guys in check. I'm a, f- I'm a fan of the Ennis Cancer signing. I'm a fan of that, and I could yeah. see him obviously coming off the bench. A good, a good six man. A good easily. Yeah, and, like, he can grab his 17 rebounds and get, you know, his 18 points, stuff like that. Like, it's he, – he's a solid player. You just can't play defense, right? But overall, I think the, the Celtics, this is the year where they're going to be like, all right, Brown, Tatum, take us to where you guys can take us. If we feel like we need something else, then we can get something else later on. But right now, let's see what you two can give us. So what do you think is their ceiling for this season? Like, well, are they going to be a top four seed? Um, are they going to be – at least in the playoffs, will they be a part of that uh, play-in tournament? Let me know. Uh, Sandro, let me know. What, what do you think? Yeah, play-in tournament, I think, to answer your question from before, they are just right. They didn't do amazing. They didn't do terribly. Let's not forget, they got Imbi Yudoka. You were really happy. Great, really happy great signing. We'll talk about that in a second. I was going to mention that later, but yeah. You were, okay, just in case you were forgetting. Um, yeah. So I feel like this roster is very – it's not amazing, but it's very, It's one of the most consistent rosters in the whole league. It fits. Like you it, said, fits. it fits. It's, yeah. like, it's 12 people. And uh, apart from JT and, and JB, the, the rest of the, the roster isn't amazing, but they're really good and they fit They fit around them so well. So I yeah. feel like uh, that's a really solid, uh, consistent team. But like you said, like the, the whole East just got better. We're, we're going to talk about them in other videos, uh, apart from the videos we've already been talking about them, right? So... I can't see this team being much more than a first round exit, even if they make it through the play in or if, you know, yeah, yeah it's, it's I, not I, an indictment on them though. Cause it's, yeah. just, it's just got better. 
I think, look, like, uh, so I was going to bring up the Yudoka signing. Um, Yudoka, I've, I've loved Yudoka for years. I mean, ever since he was a player in San Antonio, I always thought that he was a solid player. Like, he wasn't much, but he was one of the first players I would watch. And he was just really smart. But I didn't really care much about him because I was younger. And, you know, all I cared about were the stars. But as I got older, I started realizing, I was like, man, Yudoka was, he was not the best player, but he was one of the smartest players because he played under Greg Popovich. He played in a great system there. So then as a coach, you know, I see him alongside Greg and, you know, a lot of the, the, the things that, that he did for the team when it came to their defensive, you know, capabilities and stuff, it really helped him grow as a coach. Then when he went off to Philly and then when he got to Brooklyn, I really saw how great he was. And I thought, honestly, that, I, you know, I love Steve Nash, D'Antoni sucks. I think Udoka would have been the best hiring for the Nets as our head coach. I think we we dropped the ball on that one. I think it was Udoka that should have been our coach, but it wasn't, right? And his defensive game planning is just so beautiful to watch um, and how he gets his team riled up. Like, he he's there for the players, you know? So now with this team, he's going to be helping out Jason Tatum. He's going to be developing Jalen Brown as a duo, not as individuals. And I feel like that's what Brad Stevens was doing. I think he was developing them um, as individuals because we all knew Tatum was there, was here and there was Jalen Brown here. Now we can mesh them together and make them, you know, one, make them a great duo, like a Scotty and Jordan. I'm not saying as great as those two, but, you know, just a, one of those duos that's going to go down in history, right? Now, do I still think, and I mentioned this last year, do I think that these two are going to work together one day? Like, actually, like, can this be the duo of their future to win a championship for years to come? I said it before, and I'll say it again. I don't think so. I think that Jalen Brown, um, he will be able to run his own team. I think Jalen Brown is that that good of a player. But as of right now, presently constructed, if anyone can prove, if anybody can prove me wrong as their coach, it's M.A. Udoka that can get them there. So, like you said, it's a it's just right off season because, yeah, sure they lost Fournier, but I mean, what was Fournier going to do? I mean, he was just going to be a backup for them. Like it didn't really matter, and they only gave up a trade exception Kemba. that they were going to lose. Kemba wasn't that big of a loss either. I don't think so because it was her. I mean, he wasn't making thirty five. Yeah, and and then he was he just wasn't a good point guard for them. Like he just didn't work out. Like you know, I mean, he was good in the locker room, but. You know, locker room is only, you can only get you so far. I mean, Jared Dudley was great in the locker room, right? So, like, you know, he wasn't giving that same productivity on the court. Um, but I don't know. I think my ceiling for them, if they made it to the play-in last year, they'll make the play-in this year. Maybe a sixth seed. Maybe. I mean, it doesn't matter because you're going to go out in the first round anyway if they play Miami, Brooklyn, maybe even Philly, depending on what Philly does. Um, but, yeah, that's where I see them. Uh, but as for their grades, what grades do you guys give them? Uh, Jeremy, let's start off with you on this. What, a solid, great. A solid B. Solid, solid B. Why? Solid. Give give us your your reasoning. Like I said, it's not bad. It's not good. It's not. It's not bad. It's not good. It's just right there. It just it fits right. It just is. I keep interested. Like it's not gonna give a C either. C yeah. like, but I think I saw a B or maybe a B minus. Could give it a, this off season so far. Okay. What about what about you, Sandro? I'd say um lingering around the B minus C plus area because they didn't do anything to really push the needle. But then again, they didn't really need to push the needle anyway, because as we've been talking about with this, this team and with a lot of other teams in the league, ultimately this season just doesn't matter because of certain other teams that are just, it's a freaking arms race. So you kind of did what you could. Did you do everything in your power? You did get Dennis Schroeder on a really good deal. Um, and this is going to be a development year for the, the JT and JB combo. 
uh, new yeah. head coach. They're going to really gel. So I feel like that being said, I am going to land on a B minus just because of all that. Yeah, I would give them an A plus 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 of of Ime Yudoka just alone. I think it would, whatever would have happened this offseason, I think Ime Yudoka was the greatest hire of the Boston Celtics franchise. If and he I hate turn Boston. Out good. You were going to sound so so bad. Hey man, I have all my faith in this man. I think Ime With Yudoka all your eggs in his is basket. every all my eggs. All of them. Um, I think that he, uh, I think he is great. <laughs> but uh, overall, as a team, I mean, they weren't going to do much anyway. And they're Boston. Who cares about Boston, to be honest? Um, I'll give them a B. Uh, maybe B plus, honestly, uh, only because I really like the Dennis Schroeder signing. <laughs> I know that I didn't, uh, I was saying like how much he sucks or whatever. I liked it because it was a, it was a friendly, team friendly deal. And the re signings that they did with Marcus Smart and Robert Williams, those weren't them great success, uh, a great, a good uh, grade because team-friendly contracts, easy-to-trade contracts, and they fit the timeline of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, which is what this season is about. Getting those two to mesh well together and getting a team that will help them you know, reach their full potential as a duo. I think that is what the Boston Celtics did. It's what they needed to do. And Brad Stevens, so far, is his first time doing you know, this. He's done pretty well. So I get him B plus, but... Of course, it's not just me. It is the Dunces podcast for a reason. So I give him a B plus. Cassandra gave them a B minus. Jeremy gave them a B, which gives them the average grade of a B. So that's exciting. You know, uh, I think that's going to be the case for most of these teams. I mean, there are teams that will be getting Fs, uh, but that's later on in these series. But if there, if you guys have any final the takes Kings. on this team, let me know. <laughs> if you guys have any final takes on this team, please let me know now or forever hold your peace. All right, we're done. So guys, he is better than uh, is better than um. Devin Booker. So anyway, so thank you guys for joining today on our podcast. Isandro and Jeremy, it was nice seeing you guys. Please like, subscribe, and hit that like button down below. Let us know what you guys think in the comment section on the Boston Celtics, on all the other teams as well. And uh, we're going to let you guys go. Peace. Peace.